0: Tom Bernard Show with
1: co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Bernard Rasmussen,
0: Dave Schrader, Andy Bernard Bernard,
2: Cassie Schrader, Tim Lammers on the telephone. Is <laughs> how he <laughs> sounds? It's
3: uncanny. It's like he was right here. It's like he's right Tim. here in the
0: room. He
1: doesn't even need to call in anymore. Don't just, just, just listen.
0: The shaky voice, the weepy voice killer. We'll be right back with Tim Lammers, Tom Bernard Show. Walser Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walser way. Up front, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, The Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com.
4: it's been
0: good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. been good. And how do they contact you?
4: And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant.
0: You know, during this uh, 1977... Um, release of Star Wars mm-hmm. I was living in Jacksonville Florida a long time ago <laughs> <And I laughs> you can see the scroll away. as you tell the story exactly so guess what I was doing for about a year and a half after this movie came out well, Darth Vader voices Oh, oh yeah.
2: yeah, Car Wars Car Wars <laughs>
0: we're doing Car <laughs> Wars everything was Car Wars you are part of a conspiracy
3: <laughs> yeah it's like
0: yeah okay whatever
3: I I Join me it. and together we will slash the prices we'll slash
0: the prices Shep yeah.
1: Some laser sounds <laughs> in there
0: <laughs> Indeed yeah. Well there were laser sounds absolutely You know how they were. made the laser sounds? Mm. No. They hit a guy wire with a hammer Pew 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 Yep. That's what all little kids <laughs> went Pew 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 <laughs> yeah. like, That's not the word to use <laughs> Tim Lammers with us ladies and gentlemen So Timmy It's yeah. time to talk about Pew 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 pew. Star Wars Halo. Halo. What is it? Solo. <laughs> Halo. But, Halo. Solo. Star Wars Apparently, Halo. Apparently, people
5: think that the movie is pew 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 and it sinks. <laughs> no. I, I don't. I actually think it's quite good. I, I you know, it's not great, but it's good. And but it's it's doing a free fall at the box office. Huh? I mean, it's amazing how this movie has just dropped like a rock. Made uh, over 110 million, I think, its first weekend. Now the last weekend, it made you're so, yeah. not good. Free Fallen, hmm. baby.
0: Because I'm free. You are part of a rebel conspiracy. <laughs> i got to work on that and voice And to take her away. I can't do it as well as I, I used to be able to sound just like him, but that doesn't sound much, all that much like him anymore.
3: I want to give you the script as Darth Vader, but have you read it only as Harry Carey. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, Han Solo just called this afternoon and wants to borrow a couple of bottles. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd be perfect. That'd be wonderful.
2: Well, Tim,
5: Cassie said she had a question about the solo movie.
2: Well, yeah, we screened. You know, Dave and I screened it with you, and Dave brought up the point that uh, the actor Alden Ehrenreich—is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He—he was lacking Harrison Ford's charm, and I posed the question a couple days later to Dave that you know would it have been better and probably a bigger hit if they would have CGI'd. Harrison Ford as a younger Harrison like they did with Kurt Russell Ooh. in Guardians, mm. would that have brought in? Well,
5: probably, in but the whole thing is, I think audiences, because Harrison is such of a big, larger-than-life figure. I mean, putting aside whether you think he can act or not, I think he's good in certain films, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I just think people would have been too preoccupied with the fact that he was being... dh right right i agree so i think that would have been ultimately and then all of a a sudden your critics would have been just writing about well did the cgi work and kind of taking away from the story so i i see what you're saying but because i have to tell you that work they did with kurt russell in guardians of the galaxy volume two was phenomenal yes i mean you believe that that was a young kurt russell there was but then again he isn't the, the, the focal point of the film so much I mean, they would have had – this. Harrison would have been, obviously, the lead It's solo. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's going to get to that point, though, where you're going to see that sort of thing. Um, and I'm glad they didn't do it here. I, I personally, I think the Aaron Wright kid was fine. And, and I think he's playing a character. You know, he's not – he didn't try to impersonate Ford. You know, because Harrison Ford definitely wasn't Harrison Ford that we knew and, you know, loved – now, back then, he was a 24-year-old kid, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I think life has, has shaped his attitude and his cockiness in a way, you know, and the character and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know, but that that is a good question of whether that, you know, audience was a, would have embraced it more.
2: Well, for me being a Star so, so Wars the, the answer is yes and no. Yeah, well, because I'm such a st- I am a huge Star Wars fan, and one of my favorite geek. characters. I know I am. A geek. I admit it. I'm proud of it. Um, no, he, I. He was one of my favorite characters, and I just feel that there was such a disconnect between uh, the Solo movie than there was with Harrison. Not you know, because I, when you watch Harrison as Han Solo, it's just it's so iconic. And I think if they would have right. somehow incorporated him, whether it's de-age him or whatever, I think with the hardcore Star Wars fans, they may have had a better connection with it, and it wouldn't be doing so poorly. I think people are just like, oh, this isn't Han Solo. I don't want to go see it because he's not Harrison.
5: Well, at the same time, too, the interesting thing is you have uh, Donald Glover who is doing a young Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody seemed to focus on him. It was all on this Reich kid, whereas I think you probably should have focused, too, on whether um, Lando worked tonight. What did you guys think of it, I I mean, of of, of Glover?
2: I thought he did a phenomenal uh, character as Lando. I mean, he... Oh, gosh, that's a hard character, I really think, to grasp, and he did a phenomenal job. I mean, even with the the way he would flip his cape and (laughs) all that stuff, I mean, he had it down to a T. So I thought he did a really good job in the role. And I thought Alden Ehrenreich did a good job as Han Solo. It just there was a disconnect there that it's just this is not my Han Solo.
5: Well, the movie was more or less cursed from the beginning. Number one, you have that tall mountain to climb, Mm-hmm. You know, Mount, Mount uh, Harrison Ford, you know, the, the, he is, a, like I say, he's a larger-than-life actor and, and, and character whenever, you know, whatever films he's in, but the, the fact that they fired the, the director's uh, halfway into the film or three-quarters of the way into the film, that just doomed it right there. Even though Ron Howard took over, I mean, that was a tough deal to come into.
2: Well, the storyline and everything was fantastic. I thought the, the action scenes were great. Everything was great about the movie. It's just that there was a disconnect. Tom's eyes
3: have glazed over. No, no, no. just no. the best... He's just become like the old guys up in the booth you know at the Muppets. Okay. You, see the, <laughs> you know what, what,
5: there is hope, though, because somehow we managed to talk him into going to Deadpool 2, and he loved That's it.
1: Yeah, That's
0: there, there is hope. No, I was just thinking about many, many years ago, and I'm talking many, many, many years ago. I worked with a guy named Chris Ford, and during a break in the, doing the voiceover, he said, yeah, my son, is a, he's a carpenter now, but he's trying to get into acting. And that son was Harrison mm-hmm. Ford
5: actually oh, yeah i was just thinking about he that he totally fell into it you he know did. and the thing was he was, he was in a couple films before that but just couldn't make a go of it one of them i know was force 10 from navarone and the other one he might have even been in apocalypse now i'm trying he, I yeah. he was also that you know, up. So he what, was what what in was was the business but he was on the american
3: graffiti he was in american graffiti uh, he was oh, of course yeah god what the heck was there there was another like war movie uh
5: Force 10? No,
3: there was another the one, too, and I can't remember the name of it. And then, of course, he did um, uh, the movie with Gene Wilder, the something kid. Do you remember that one?
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm It's a, it's a up good right one. He, it's, it's a funny
3: comedy. It's, he's a cowboy who has, he has to take this rabbi somewhere, and they have to get from one place to another. Really? And, yeah, and they're being hunted the whole time. And it's not the Oklahoma kid. That's Jimmy Cagney, but I can't think of the, uh, the Arizona kid or something. Really? But, he, yeah, he did a bunch of those different deals.
5: He's got quite a few credits prior to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking a dozen. Yeah, he was in Apocalypse Now. Frisco Kid.
3: Frisco Kid, that's Frisco
2: it, yeah.
0: Kid, there you go. Frisco Kid.
5: Yeah, and, and, and oh, Apocalypse okay. Now the same year. Um, so, yeah.
0: No, I just I find that stuff to be interesting. You look back at your own life and you go, know, how you ran, ran across these people. and I've never met Harrison Ford, but I just his dad how long how long did his dad pass away
5: talks like this i've interviewed him a couple times on the phone and it's if he's interested in the film he's talking about he's great uh and so out of the two times he was great once because we talked about 42 (laughs) yeah other than that it's like i just want to get this over
1: with
3: Have (laughs) have you ever heard mark hamill's impersonation no it's yes it's it's uncanny. It really oh, yeah, weird. he could do the voice for a cartoon, and you wouldn't know that it wasn't Harrison oh. Ford. Yeah, that that's very,
0: very true. He's very good at it. Th- He's an odd duck, too, by the way. Yeah. He definitely is. <clears throat> so now, Timmy, since we only got about five, six minutes left with you, I want to ask you, uh, what is going on with Johnny Depp? He looks terrible.
5: Ooh. Yeah, they, oh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, that Hollywood Reporter ran a story last weekend about that, and basically what they did was they took a couple of people's Instagram posts where, I don't know, he he's apparently touring with uh, Alice Cooper.
0: Yes, the Hollywood, Hollywood vampire yeah,
5: And yep. he looks really skinny and really gaunt. He does. And people are saying, is he sick? What's the deal? And then, you know, you, you, nobody really seems to know. Although, if you read the comments, they, he's preparing for some role. He's going to be playing this guy, and that's why he's doing Oh, you know the McAfee founder? Uh, the
0: one oh, yeah. That, uh, oh, yeah. Was it John McAfee? What's his name? Something Peter McAfee. Yeah,
1: the one that right. was the Right, and down I don't know what keys. that guy
5: looks like, so no. maybe it's Please. possible that he is doing the Method thing. I mean, he's done it before. So that wouldn't be that far out of line. The interesting thing was I, I, I caught the story, then I went back to it, and one of the Instagram posts had been removed. So it's like, okay, that's kind of unusual. The, 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 the worst one, the one where he looked really bad. I mean, he looks bad in both of them. But yeah. again, you know, these guys, I mean, look, I mean, he, he's, he is, and I don't know how you feel about his films now, but, I thought at one point he's certainly uh, comparable to Brando, uh, don't you oh, think? Yeah. No, I, mean, I think, think he's a great actor.
0: He is a great
3: actor. I love the movie they did together, Don Juan Marco. Don
0: Juan Marco, yeah, oh. that was a good movie.
5: Yeah. yeah, I mean, and then, of course, there was that famous tape where Depp was playing cards with Brando, and Brando was talking about uh, Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Reynolds,
0: yeah, he's talking about, <laughs> I hate him, he's such a narcissist.
5: So the jury's out. I, I don't know what to think. I mean, part of me thinks that, you know, Depp would go to those sorts of extremes, so it wouldn't surprise me um, to, to see him like that. Plus, you have to remember the guy's got to be in a tremendous amount of stress because of yeah. everything that's going on with well, his personal broke. life, with his finances and all that kind yep. of stuff. It yep. cannot be easy on anybody. So I, I just I, I don't have an answer for you, but I, did you see the pictures?
0: yes i'm looking at one right now
2: uh,
1: As a matter of i'm fact. looking at some that were posted Jeez. and he doesn't look any thinner than any alice cooper or anybody else well, well there's a cooper picture right there. well, there's it's he right now. has his head shaved yeah. Yeah. he has his head shaved too which is going to uh, give you that Well, jesus he looks like he's has some, some
5: sort of treatment or what's going on you
1: yeah. know he looks like a drug yeah. addict he looks like he's got some weird makeup on too i
0: don't know i, don't I just know remember either. the line though brando said of burt reynolds he worships at the temple of his own narcissism.
3: <laughs> well, I didn't realize that the so reason classic. Burt Reynolds was Bert Reynolds became a star was because of his similarity and looks Brand. to Brando. And I never saw that until they show those old footage. Oh, yeah. Wow, <laughs> that, oh, that is yeah. unbelievable. Wait, you
5: know what? I didn't think about that till you just said it, now, Dave. Yeah, I didn't realize. And that.
3: especially if you go look at the old pictures of of Reynolds, like Deliverance and beforehand, yep. and then look at young Brando, they're really, really uncanny. They yeah. Awesome. yeah, I don't a think of lot of fun. like. They do.
1: What was that horrible, sad movie that he just was in?
3: Oh yeah! Oh, when, where he plays the celebrity who goes yeah. to like an, yeah. you know, some award show and finds out nobody ever shows uh, up because it's like a uh, Razzies yep. kind of award.
1: That was just depressing. It was
3: really depressing. Yeah, but isn't that the point? Was he it it? good though? Yes,
1: but, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he was actually pretty good. But then you know, of course, once he, once you. See him in that role, you start looking into his life, and you find out that he really is broke.
3: Yeah, he's broke too, he's and nothing. he's actually doing conventions, signing autographs.
1: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have anything.
3: No, he's got that Burt Reynolds
0: talks cars on the cable network. I, I mean, oh, he, looks he? Yeah, he looks
1: terrible. He
0: looks terrible. Well, he's in the eighty.
1: Well, I know eighty-year-olds that don't look that bad. He looks like he's already been on for a while. while. <laughs> day two. <laughs> it's, it's like, like
3: weekend at Bernie's with so, Burt Reynolds.
6: Sorry. That's really it was nice. adorable.
3: Really nice,
5: Catherine. <laughs> really nice. Well, this much I know. Every time Norm McDonald does the uh, Jeopardy oh, Saturday God. Night Live thing, it oh. cracks me up. Him <laughs> and him and uh, Daryl Hammond doing uh,
3: Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I'll take an anal bum cover for 500
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: An anal bum cover. That's an album cover, Mr. Connery. Anal bum cover. <laughs>
1: nice.
3: <laughs> this question is rather hard. That's what your mother said, Trebek.
1: Trebek.
3: <laughs> he calls him Trebek.
0: <laughs> ah, what are you going to do? So, Alex, you have a bunch of movies you want to go see.
6: I do, Well, they're over the next few months slash year. And? Christopher Robin.
5: Christopher Robin.
0: Oh, that, that does looks look great. Yeah. Oh,
7: it looks that so looks good. Great.
6: Well, mm-hmm. what was speaking that, what was of Johnny Depp,
5: the guy that directed Christopher Robin also directed... The wonderful film Finding Neverland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh Somewhat of the same storyline because it was about JM Barry. You know, that it seems like he's just the perfect guy to direct. Mark Forrester is his name. Perfect guy to take on this movie. Because the trailers are unbelievable. Oh my God, but Finding Neverland
3: was world. kind of the uh, the the story of JM Barry. Right. This is right. actually what if Christopher Robin has grown up, and now right, he's yeah. having so he's having a rough it's, patch it's, yeah, and poops Yeah, apples back and oranges,
5: warm. but it just mm, seems to me yeah. like he's got that that you know to bring that sort of magical feel to it. Because I thought he brought that to Finding Neverland.
3: Did I'm
5: looking forward to that probably more than anything this summer oh my gosh, I'm so What excited. was that other
3: uh, Christopher Robin movie that did just come out? That was really good. That was really good, really good. Oh, the. It was like being Christopher Robin yeah. or something so like oh, that. Goodbye,
0: Christopher Robin. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye, Christopher Robin. Wow, a, is really that is good. a great <laughs> flick. It is. We have to take a break. Be right back in about two minutes, Tim. You got another segment in you?
5: Sure, I can do that.
0: Perfect. <laughs> we'll be right back, Tom Bernard. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to the pure joy of hanging out on the dock. You, family, friends, and the calm of the water. If this sounds like heaven, you're going to want a flow dock. Flow docks are rock solid with double bracing to eliminate side-to-side sway. And get this, you could install, level, and remove your flow dock without even getting into the water. You see, Flo's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make right down to Flow boat lifts that are quieter, faster, and effortless to install and use. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Call or visit Flo's newest dealer in Chanhazen. Lakeshore Equipment, 952-474-DOC or lakeshoreequipment.com, of course. Flow Docks and Lifts, a better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost Weight Loss Plan. And now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, June 18th, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really fast. I've lost over 55 pounds at Neutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth. After being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that are weight gain triggers. As I've said over and over again, the nutrimost Weight Loss Plan is so easy, and they guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food. I'm never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Call now to register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner. It is on June 18th. To register, call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Oh, there you go.
6: Thought you for sure were going to play Winnie the Pooh's workout song. <laughs> he has a
0: workout song. We we'll
6: yeah. listen to it a lot.
0: Up, down, touch, touch the, the ground.
6: ground. Gets me in the mood. Up, down, touch the ground. In the mood. For food. <laughs>
0: He's got it all dialed in, man. I
6: am short, fat, proud of that. So with all my money.
0: Okay, we're going to hear all of Winnie the Pooh's <laughs> greatest hits now because Alex loved it as a kid and has her own kid now. Maybe two within the next couple of hours.
6: Hours? Okay. <laughs> Here we he <at. laughs> Come on <laughs> out. Come
0: on out, Tom.
6: Whoa. Oh, God.
0: Tom. Brian Callen wanted to know if you're going to name the baby Brian Callen.
6: Probably. That's what we're... Brian Callen Rasmussen. I'm Brian, Brian Callen
0: Rasmussen. Yes, yeah. Indeed. One so, other
6: movies where you can yeah, ask Okay, him so about,
0: you want to go see... What's the name of the one you want to go see? Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Mary Poppins. There's another Mary
6: Poppins yes. coming Ooh, up. Ooh, if one's one's Mary got a Poppins. screener, let us know. Emily Blunt plays her. Oh, that should yeah. be really good. Yeah. I know, I'm very
1: excited And Dick
3: Van Dyke returns... As the old man uh, banker from the first does? one. Yeah. does? he
1: stop doing chair yoga long enough to do the parts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and
3: it, it funny cheer as he yoga. said in the original movie, he had to go through hours of makeup to be the old man banker, and now yeah. he just is uh, the old man he banker. He's the old, old man, man banker. <laughs> oh. well, I mean, he's Aging into a role. I know. He looks, uh, have you yeah, seen and
5: know. Andrews will not be coming back. She just thought it would be too much of a distraction. Oh, to come
0: oh no. I know.
6: so sad.
5: She's wonderful.
0: She yeah. could
6: have played Winifred Banks. She could have done See? something. Yeah. Smoke cameo. Come on. Come <laughs> yeah, but
3: that, that might yeah. have been Smoke and Mirrors, too. There's been a couple of times yeah. where they, they said they're not going to return, and then they show up in a scene. Uh,
1: yeah. Trying yeah, to true. trick us. Yeah. It, 15,
3: she, yeah. She was married to what's his face, the director? Blake Edwards. Blake Edwards, yeah. 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 Blake yeah. because yeah. she took off her shirt in the one movie that was oh, trying to break the Mary right. Poppins. That's deal. right. Oh, my God.
0: God, what was the name of that movie? Son. Was that Son of a Bitch? SOB, yeah. Bit? Yep.
1: Well, who was the actress that looked a lot like Julie Andrews? She was younger. Alice Russell. <laughs> oh, boy, you Alice guys. ghostly. Alice ghostly. <laughs> she was kind of like the sexier version of of Julie Andrews. Really? Yeah, she was younger. Well, she looked Andrews a lot beautiful. like her. Yeah.
0: yeah, Julie Andrews is absolutely I don't know, stunning. I know, but she
1: had she had a very pure look about her, like a wholesomeness.
0: Was it you, honey?
1: What? Anybody know what he's talking about? Well, well you're
0: mm-hmm. talking pure and wholesome.
1: That is me all over the place. That would be yep.
0: Catherine right what there. What's
1: her name? You guys are looked not Looked like Julie helpful. Andrews. Yeah, she looked a lot like Julie
6: Andrews. Darkness
0: is going to get back on Google if you don't come across with oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Okay,
6: Google. I have more movies. What
3: actress looks like Julie Andrews?
5: <laughs> Here are some results from the web.
3: Yeah. Thank you, Google. Yeah, this
0: is not really something you can look up. No. No, I imagine not. I have more movies. Okay, so so you got Mary Poppins, you got Christopher Robin.
6: Won't you be my neighbor?
3: Oh, the, uh, the
0: Fred pick uh, about
3: Mr. Rogers.
0: Yes, Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Rogers yeah. And
6: then documentary. But there's another where Tom Hanks plays him. Oh, really? That's coming right. out in a, like next year, I think. Which I'm no, that's this
3: year that. too, isn't it? Because the documentary's out, and then Tom Hanks's movie's out. Because I think I just got uh, invited to go see the pre-screening of that
6: think it came out the in documentary a little... yeah the oh, documentary's the
5: out in a couple of weeks
0: yeah
6: yeah but that's not the one with Tom Hanks
3: Tom no. Hanks no. Mr. Rogers
0: let's see that, here I don't it's, even think
6: has a release date it's no.
0: called you are my friend yeah you are my Did friend you, mm-hmm.
6: I learned the cutest fact about Mr. Rogers Well What's I mean that? all nope. facts about Mr. Rogers are cute nope, it 19
0: seems. or 2019 notice oh, 2019
3: yeah. okay
6: you know how in the show he always said I'm feeding my fish
3: yes
2: Blind girl
6: yeah, he got a letter from a blind girl's father saying that Aww. his daughter likes to listen to Mr. Rogers and he talks about the fish and she worries about them not getting fed because he never says that he feeds the fish. <laughs> and so every single episode from then on out, he said, I'm going to feed my fish. i to feed my fish. Aww, so cute.
3: Have you ever seen that, the footage of him meeting before the council to try to, they were going to cut back funding for PBS? No. Oh, it's amazing. And if you get it, and he is just like, and you see all of these Whatever they are, the the you know the money brokers behind government and and funding PBS, and they're all kind of sitting there and they're like, "Go ahead, Mr. Rogers, we'll give you." And he goes into this explanation of why his show is important mm-hmm. and what he does and how it impacts people, and like they're getting teary eyed up there, and the one guy goes. I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, I think you just made $12 million or something like that, or you know, he, and he granted the money, and they That's all went wonderful. crazy for it. But it's a really beautiful piece of footage, and he's just so quiet and soft-spoken as he explains the importance of you know, shows like his. Person. And, uh, yeah, really, there's a, really remarkable. There's
6: a good documentary on Netflix about him called Mr. Rogers and Me. It was like Oh, yeah. oh his, Roger
3: and Me, Mr.
0: Rogers and Me, I get it. It was his, um,
6: like, Lake House's neighbor, who was... a. Kid, and he was like, He really was my neighbor. And he talks about, like, oh, really growing up next to Mr. Rogers and what that was like. And then he talks about Mr. Rogers just in general. When are they going to make a movie about Mr. Favorite? Roberts?
0: That was the National Lampoon version of it, God. which was or, phenomenal. Or
5: Mr. Robinson on Saturday Night Mr. Live. Mr. Robinson anywhere. on Saturday
0: Night Live. Well, Eddie Murphy might need to do that soon, huh? <laughs> yeah, he got to have something going. My, my favorite Mr. Roberts is when he has Bill Murray on as a bass player in a band. Goes, what's that inter- instrument you have with you? It's called a bass guitar, man. It's a bass guitar, but it looks like a, looks like a violin, but it's bigger. It was a hell of a lot bigger. <laughs> 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 it's very funny. Bill Murray is great in it. Uh, he's, You must make a lot of money, sell a lot of records. Well, yeah, I made a lot of money, but you know the record company—they kind of keep a lot of the money because they, you know, like uh, expenses, like stamps. They say (laughs) (laughs) they keep all the money to buy stamps. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Great stuff, no doubt about it. Okay, so you—we're—we're three.
6: My last one is. We are at four. Who's counting? My last one is the, that's coming out soon, or is out, coming out soon. The Hotel Artemis. Armit,
0: Hotel Artemis.
6: With um. Sterling, C- Sterling K. Brown.
0: Artemis. Artemis. Artemis, there you go. I don't know that. Oh, oh my gosh, it? it
6: looks really good.
0: What is it?
5: Is it
6: out? It's coming out. Either it's out or it's it, coming out now.
3: It's, I think it's, it's Jodie Foster's in it. Oh,
5: yes. oh, that, Sterling that.
6: K. Brown and Jodie Foster and oh, I love both of them. And she looks horrible. Yes, she
1: looks
3: terrible she in it, yeah. no, she looks amazing because that's the role she's trying to portray. Yeah, that's true.
1: No, but I mean you know.
3: Are you age shaming Jodie Foster? Totally.
0: Yeah, Catherine, way to go. God. Next you know,
3: she's trying to be a
5: nurse them. ratchet or something uh, she because looks she's a nurse at a, no, she's like a, hospital a
3: crazy criminal. Yeah, isn't it? But
5: it's but it's set like a,
6: in Riot Torn near future Los Angeles, hotel armatus. Artemis. Artemis I keep saying Artemis is an original high action octane action thriller starring Jodie Foster as the nurse who runs a secret members only hospital for criminals.
3: Really? It sounds it sounds goofy. It's one of those it kind of movies where goofy. the description won't do you any good but if you go watch a commercial. She's
6: if you watch at, the trailer, she's good at that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. She is. yeah the trailer yeah. makes it I'm I saw the trailer when I went to see that Life of the Party movie. Oh, they yeah. played the trailer, and I was like, "This looks awesome."
0: Yep, she's very good. Too. She's a hell of an actor.
6: And you know who Sterling K. Brown is? No. He was in Black Panther, and I he's Never in, saw Black Panther. He's in This, this is, us. is Us. I don't. You've never watched no, that. No, I've have never
0: you? watched that show either. I he's.
6: I love him, but I he's
0: This is. A, I did watch one episode of This Is Us. I thought it was horrible. Oh
1: my god, I love that's that show not the so kind much. of show you can watch one of. No, you can't. You, oh, have really? to, you have
6: no. to. Invest yourself. Come on, Tom.
0: Come on, invest yourself,
3: Tom. You definitely have to invest. I'll come over. We can make some muffins and watch it together. There you
0: go. We'll watch it together. You cry every
6: episode
3: (laughs) of This Is Us. Do you really? Yeah. I do, anyway. I can't do those kind of shows. I don't want. I don't want that kind of emotional investment you in want anything. To cry. I don't yeah, I do. True. You know, I get enough I need real a release. Yeah,
0: eleven children.
3: Tip? I think I don't need any more 11 reason children. to cry. Honestly, God. <laughs>
0: What's this cry?
6: Mostly, it's happy tears. Usually.
3: Well, you're happy for that.
6: Like. Yeah, it's like very sweet. <laughs> oh, maybe you, it. should watch it.
0: Then. Speaking <laughs> of that, by the way, I brought it up this morning in the morning show. There's an, a show out and. Not, mom went somewhere i can't remember where she was
1: i go places
0: but i was watching it <laughs> about, the house. Uh, they filmed real live people who are dying and i watched it oh my Why would you do god that? was it sad well because Why this woman you, you can
1: barely stand anybody who you know having a stubbed cold toe Right,
0: <laughs> but there's a disconnect in this head. i'm telling you they, they, there's a woman there was a guy yeah. first of all he would find out he was dying so he devoted the rest of his life to building bicycles for for very poor people who couldn't afford one and then the second one was a young woman who found out she had breast cancer then she had brain cancer then she she had like four different kinds of cancer and she had a little boy and when that kid said i just i don't really like the fact that my mom has to die i'm like
2: oh god why would you watch that
0: i couldn't watch it anymore he couldn't find the remote Catherine. You could not watch it. You no, There are
6: shows that it. people will describe to me, and I'm like, I can't watch that. Nah. Or like books nah. that they're like, oh, you should read this. I'm no. like, absolutely sad. not. I cannot read What's that book.
0: What's the name of it? It's
6: called Death. I don't know. Love you and watched Death. it.
0: Why, I didn't ever want to watch no it one's again ever after that. I never heard of
1: this, but you. So how are we? Did to you know? dream this show? So they
0: threw a party, got together with all of her family and friends, and they hired <laughs> a stripper. Even though this woman was like, palestinian or something i don't know what the hell she what? was she was yeah she was iranian was i think she might have been iranian
6: <laughs> she was a
1: race but they, they <laughs> got some a, kind they got her Unknown. a
0: stripper for her and he was very kind to her and all the rest of it the and then they, and they at the end of the show they show her driving back to
3: her house and then two days later she died. It's like
2: oh God,
0: what do you throw that in for?
3: Dr. John. Well when you watch a show us. about people dying, <laughs> you kinda can't get surprised by the end of the sure. God. That's the name
0: uh, no.
1: of the show, Dr. John. Doctor no, Yes, our, Dr.
3: John Huber's
1: the
0: name of the
7: show. God. Good I wasn't paying
0: attention
7: to the
6: clock,
7: sorry. Dr. It's, it's John.
6: actually
0: about a doctor <laughs> that kills people. It's about a doctor who kills people. Doctor John. And <laughs>
1: coincidentally.
0: Uh, <laughs> Dr. John, there's a new TV show I, I play might, guitar and not piano I think it's a new new show, but it's about it's actual film of people and what they do with their lives when they find out they're dying, and it was very hard to watch. Really? It was really interesting though, Wow! how people handle death. This woman found out she had several different kinds of cancer and she said for about mm-hmm. two minutes I thought why me, and then after two minutes I thought, well why not me? Everybody dies it was unbelievably strong. Right. It was right. wonderful. It was a great show. <laughs> I don't know if I'll watch well, I, it.
7: I deal with a lot of death and dying here at the hospital. I
0: yeah. Have, so yeah. I understand. Yeah, that's. I don't know how you guys do it. You're pretty amazing people. Doctors are, are amazing people dealing with all that stuff. It's, uh, I don't know, uh, people dying all
3: the time. What are you going to do? Time of death?
1: That's a a showtime of of documentary. <laughs> whole
0: time of death? I don't know.
3: There's one mm. called "Time of Death," which as is a showtime documentary.
0: Possible. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was in 2013. Uh, but it might have been this. that. No, I don't think so. I don't know, who knows? Dr. John <laughs> Huber is with us, and he's what witnessed many a death, which is <laughs> weird because he's an optometrist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Proctologist. Guy, <laughs> Proctologist. Proctologist. Oncologist. <laughs> this uh, doesn't look some good. <laughs> He's some kind of college. Actually, I'm a psychologist. Okay, (laughs) psychologist is good. That's a good thing. Um, So we got about two minutes before a very short break, Doctor John. So we could kind of preface. Right. We can preface what you're on about because we are on the air right now. So, Um, what's going on in your world, sir?
7: Well, I think uh, we we originally had planned on talking about. Uh, ambient and how that affects right, people right. in different parts of life, and uh, it, it's funny because uh, I've actually not only Roseanne Barr, but a lot of other people have had bizarre things that they have done in their lives due to ambient. So, and I'm glad uh, that you. I know. had one patient who went to, I, I had one patient went grocery shopping in a lingerie in the middle of the night and came home, <laughs> oh. put the groceries on the counter, went back to bed, and woke up in the morning. And walked out in the kitchen, and all these groceries are there, and ice cream melted, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, had no clue. So,
1: everyone in Walmart
3: now <laughs> it all makes sense.
7: <laughs> yeah,
1: all
3: the people <laughs> in Walmart are just ambient users, <laughs> <laughs> they're on ambient. That's, that's rough. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
0: I will tell you this it, it we've, uh, I'm t- and I don't understand it. Ambien, I thought, made a huge mistake when they reached out and started complaining to Roseanne that, oh, she's blaming right. Ambien, but we've helped so many people. Yeah, you've also got people, like, sleep driving, so let's not <laughs> no, forget but
3: that. their point was funny. They said, uh, I, I think in one of the posts, they said yeah. something along the lines of, yes, but ambien, one of the side effects of Ambien is not racism. Yeah. Is not racism. Which is exactly. a good point to have brought up. But. but
1: I have a question about Roseanne. If she really does have a multiple personality disorder. I don't know what you call it. Is That's, that what yeah, you call it now? Yeah. Okay.
0: DID, Dis- Dissociative Identity Disorder. That's
1: it. Um, can she be blamed for the tweets?
0: That's very interesting.
1: Because uh, apparently some people are saying she does one of her personalities is racist.
0: We will find out right after this wow. break. Dr. John Huber will answer that question. Tom Bernard show. We're here with Chris Lindahl, and we can't tell you where he works because he's got a big announcement.
4: That's right. We have now started our own real estate brokerage, Chris Lindahl Real Estate. We have declared our innovation independence. And basically, we're taking the same team approach, but we needed to free ourselves of the traditional real estate process that is costing homeowners tens of thousands of dollars and replace it with an innovative strategy where we can get homeowners a lot more money for their home sales.
0: And that's what it's all about, right? I mean, everybody wants to sell their house for the maximum amount they can, uh, and
4: you can get that done for them. That's right. And we're so committed to being generous and giving back, and that's why we do the different events that we do in town. And and we also invest in our people to create leaders so that they can go back to their communities, their families, and their clients and make a difference. Hey, whenever he comes over to the house, he's always, oh, look, Mr. Generosity's here. That's right. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Congratulations.
0: It's a great announcement. It's going to work for you, and it's going to work for all the people who work with you. So that, that's the great part of it.
4: That's right. and Thank, thank you to all the listeners for reaching out and, and supporting us and congratulating us. You can go to chrislindall.com, Chris with a K, to reach out to us, or call 763-401-SOLD.
0: Or you can just uh, type in MrGenerosity.com. No, that's <laughs> not true. Chris Lindahl. And the name of the company is? Chris Lindahl Real Estate. I like it, man.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
0: We're playing the Dr. John Huber theme song right now, whether he knows it or not. <laughs> Dr. John Huber, Ambient Nightmares with the recent Roseanne debacle. The question is, how does the sleep aid ambient affects us? Dr. John Huber is with us. She did say in her tweet it was the Ambient talking. Uh, is that believable?
7: Well, when you're on narcotics and barbiturates, you're not always using the f- normal filters we have in our higher executive functioning. One of the whole ideas of Ambien is essentially to shut all that stuff down so that you can go to sleep. And unfortunately, um, she, you know, whether she's, she's racist or not, that one statement does not mean you're racist. Right. I mean, we all have stupid thoughts in our head all the time, whether we're driving down the road, somebody cuts us off or like, Oh, if I had a gun, well, even if you had one, 99.99% of us wouldn't do anything anyway. We would yeah. just rant. And that may have very well what she was doing while she was on Ambient. So yeah. their statement, ambient statement, that it doesn't cause racism,
0: yeah, but it causes your filters to go away. Right. So. Boy, that would not you be know, good for me, uh, Dr. Jones. Yeah, no filters right, on me would not be good,
3: man. Oh, I want an episode of the Tom Bernard show on Ambien. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would not be good. Oh, that would oh. not be good at all. I um, Well, you know, I,
7: I, I tried because uh, I have a lot of patients who are dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder and a new treatment is using ketamine. And I tried that a couple weeks ago because the ketamine clinic said, well, here, you try it, you can talk about it, and I did an interview with their doctor on my radio blog and and uh, man dude, I, my my producers wanted to put a camera in there and record everything. I'm so glad I said no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? You' misbehaving a little bit. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, I was ranting and going on and on uh, about about historical blues musicians Ooh, and uh, like having, it. at one point, been been a, a, a wannabe guitar hero, you know. And uh, it just uh, was very funny uh, some of the things that I had done and said in that. In that well, that'll happen. Little bit of time.
0: <laughs> Doctor John, let me ask you a question because I—it's I, uh, not—it's okay. not legal in Minnesota, but I find that if I take ten to twenty milligrams of indica marijuana, not the sativa that gets you high, but the indica—I okay. sleep extremely well. Uh, you said ketamine. Should should I be talking to somebody because no. I I have night terrors. You don't take ketamine to help you sleep. No, you don't. <clears throat> not unless you absolutely well, if have night
7: terrors. To. I, I, I have some behavioral things I can I can have you try before you go and use any kind of medication to well, treat I'd, night terrors. you I'd rather do that. And yeah. and you know, it takes somebody who is going to stay awake while you go to sleep. Um, and what happens is, what you need to do is reset your sleep cycle. And the <laughs> wow. way to do that, the way to do that is when you fall asleep. About ten or fifteen minutes after you fall asleep. Somebody needs to come in and wake you up just enough for you to take a sip of water and then let you lay back down and go to sleep. And you do that two or three nights in a row, and that should be enough. I mean, every—I mean, my son started having night terrors. He was assaulted and when he was in elementary school, and uh, he started having night terrors. And we stopped those almost immediately by doing that. Really? I mean, it works really well for most people.
1: Why do toddlers get night terrors? Yeah. <laughs> well, if
7: there's, if there's any kind of extreme trauma, that, that's enough for them to have those night terrors. Now, think about a toddler. They don't have all the cognitive skills that we do as an adult, and adults get it with trauma. So now what may not seem like a very traumatic thing for you may be extremely traumatic for uh, a five
3: or six they year old. Yeah, just bumping their head. So, I like yeah. getting shoved out of a vagina. Maybe that yeah. might be traumatic <laughs> enough Pretty traumatic to stick with that's somebody. not a
1: toddler,
3: <laughs> right? But th- that's their—that's a reflective <laughs> traumatic memory. Boy, that—that that was such an open door. I yeah. didn't <laughs> go there. that
0: wasn't was open not, door. I'm not ketamine. Oh God. So what what are, you, I asked. what are you using <laughs> ketamine for?
7: Um, it is used for post-traumatic stress disorder, for depression. And some leading research right now is suggesting it works really well for people who are addicted to one substance, not polysubstance use abusers, right? But someone like who's just an alcoholic, or just a heroin addict, or just a cocaine addict, which that kind of narrows it down a little bit. Yeah. But um, it, it's it's a 70 to 80 percent effective rate when you look at AA and other 12-step programs. And cognitive behavioral programs for alcoholism alone, the success rates are anywhere from 2 to 16% mm. abstinence afterwards. So that's really low. And if all of a sudden you're talking about 70% for people who only abuse alcohol or one substance, that is significant. And it doesn't matter if you don't want to quit or not. So we're using it. We're actually we're trying it with some of the judges down here to see if we can convince them to try a couple trial cases to see how it works with some of the people they want to convict and put into a rehab. We're trying to see if they take a different angle and see how successful that
0: is. Dr. John, how many people do you think have PTSD but don't don't even know what it is that they have? They they don't think it's PTSD, but it is.
7: Yeah, probably a, a lot more. Uh, probably, you know, if you look at, we know the veterans make up three percent of our population because mm-hmm. we're a volunteer military, but we're probably looking at, at double or triple that just with all the abuse that goes on in our life. Right. Um. In this in this country, probably close to nine or ten percent of our population is
0: walking around with with some form of PTSD. Yeah, that's terrible. That's 30, 33 million people. That's a lot of yep. people My exactly. God, That's terrible. I, um, you know, it's, do, do most people know what caused, do they know the, now at war, I'm sure there are many things, but do most people know what caused their PTSD when they find out they have it? Hmm. A, a lot of people, what we do to try and protect
7: ourselves is we try to block out what was actually causing the pain yeah there's probably a a majority of them who really can't identify a single experience really and
0: in some of them where it's multiple experiences it's not just one right absolutely like in like with war veterans i'm sure it's many experiences correct that would would make total sense yeah it's i'm glad people like you that you're doing this and people like you are doing this because i think It's going to really help out with Twitter and Facebook because those ten percent of people are really angry at everybody else. Oh man, it's unbelievable. (laughs) So true. What do you? Well, I'm
7: trying to get a grant from either one of them, you know. So
0: (laughs) yeah, well, there you go. I uh, we were just thinking about this last week on the show. As a matter of fact, the fact that everybody is so mean and so angry on Twitter and Facebook do you think it's fear based that people are afraid right now and they don't know what they're afraid of. So they just take it out on everyone else.
6: Well,
7: I think that that contributes significantly to mm-hmm. it. a part of what it is, is this thought that somehow they are anonymous, even though right. you know, they're not looking at you in the eyes right there. They're typing on a computer or typing on their phone and somehow they're immune from the normal social norms. And if we look at our millennials, they, they haven't learned the social norms because they have, have had a life where all they had were smartphones. They didn't have a cord stuck to a wall. And if they wanted privacy, they had to hide in a pantry or something. You know, they, they didn't go right. through all of that. So they're struggling with the highest attempted suicide rate of any previous generation because really?
0: they don't know how to deal with social situations. Isn't that... But that's very, that. very bad for humanity. I would Not knowing how to deal with people... Or I suppose, I suppose they don't, do they not realize there's real danger in running your
3: mouth the way they No, because it? they, they just don't, don't they get don't know. it. Well, look, you've you, right. you got these that, kids, in, the kids in Russia that they were doing, the, the um, adopted children that mm-hmm. were being born and then weren't mm-hmm. being touched. There was nothing physically wrong with the children, but there was no physiological bonding. And then right. the people right. would adopt these kids, and these kids were f- flipping psychopaths. Oh yeah, because they didn't have that connection. And now yep. we're such a disjointed community mm-hmm. and society, and we don't have to look at each other. We don't have to have that touch. We don't, right. and that's breaking down the fundamentals of what makes us human.
0: You know, it's one great thing. Doc, well, here's know. the positive side
7: yeah go ahead sir. the positive side they're the ones who are going to be taking care of us in the nursing homes when we're ready to go there
3: oh that's wonderful Wait, maybe
7: yeah. that's not a positive they're just <laughs> going to
1: smother us aren't they
3: yeah. i've <laughs> already given my wife permission to do that so i don't have to go into a home <laughs> see i was very lucky in oh the, okay
0: well when, when i was 14 years old two friends of mine and i were sitting in a dairy queen in north minneapolis and we we're running our mouths and swearing and do this that and the other thing
1: i can't imagine that you No, it's no. hard to
0: believe <laughs> So this guy was, <laughs> the guy was sitting with his wife and a couple of his kids, and he gets up and he just walks over, he's got a big smile on his face, and he kept the smile on his face, and he leaned over and said, See, boys, that's my family over there. It's my wife and my children. And if you keep swearing the way you're swearing, I'm going to take you outside and beat the piss out of all three of you.
6: <laughs> I've done that to some teenage awesome. boys.
0: It was great for me. I learned a great lesson that day, I'll tell you that.
6: I've done that to teenage boys when I'm out. Have you? Places with fun and they're like swearing all over oh, the place yeah, and I will look yeah. at them and I'm like have some respect for other people. <laughs> and they go, "Screw you, lady." Yeah. Well, they're usually like, "Are oh, you crazy?"
2: I'm like, "Yeah, I am." I'm not
7: So when you when you beat them up, do they call the
0: police?
6: (laughs) No,
2: (laughs) not yet. They've
6: learned their lesson.
0: So, So Doctor John, I know a
7: good attorney if you need
0: one. Yeah, that'd be good. Knowing a good attorney is a good thing. So, so. Most people probably don't want to go the ambient route. I know that I probably shouldn't be doing a, a, You
1: absolutely I, should no, Ambien. Be I made phone no, calls no, on don't Ambien. Do it.
3: you did I took yeah, I, that was one of the things that made me laugh. My mom would complain. I had a few of my friends because oh. I, I don't sleep well and I never have. And I right. was like uh, insomnia really bad, so they got me on on ambient. and about three days in, I started calling my mom at three in the morning to have like these in-depth conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's like, honey just go to Sweet. bed and I but I was talking about like insane things like I was trying to cure cancer I was trying to figure out what really made the Hindenburg crash and it, and my mom's like the next day, she's like, are you doing better? I'm like, doing better than what? That and she goes, your 3 point. o'clock phone call. I'm like, like, what? But that's the weird thing is, here, I took this so I could get some rest, and I was yeah. wondering why I woke up even more exhausted. Yeah, yeah you're and not
6: resting. I was up moving you're, around yeah. making
3: phone calls. I had My friends who are like, dude, I've got a family. What are you calling me at 3 weird. in the morning
6: for? My mom wouldn't answer the phone if I called her at 3 a.m.
3: It's true.
7: <laughs> that's very, very well, true. Well, it's interesting. On the space <laughs> yeah. station, they use sleeping pills to, to get on the sleep, but they use... Uh, The name brand, I think, is is, uh, Sonata, and it allows you to go to sleep, but it only has like a half-hour half-life, so you can wake up and not be hungover. Oh,
1: that's the kind of thing I should have, because I can't get to sleep. Once I'm asleep, I'm asleep. It's getting to sleep. Yeah, (laughs) that's
6: the problem. Uh, Ambien's half-life, let's see, three hours? Oh, really? That's not that long.
7: I thought it it was longer than that. Is it three?
6: Well the duration I it
7: was of, closer to four. Yeah, so.
6: elimination
3: half life, two to three hours. You know, there's a documentary on Netflix okay. about sleepwalk killers. Oh, really? People that murder while they're sleepwalking.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure. him? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know,
7: there's, there's actually been Catherine,
1: work one with me. I'm trying to
3: give you, you an out right now. Sleepwalking. So somebody got pregnant sleepwalking?
7: Yes, it was documented. One one time that we were able to document it. Oh, it was okay. documented,
1: and, uh, mm. so it's true. Than, <laughs> I was asleep. That,
7: that, that, you know, I could tell you the story, but you know, probably have to bleep everything out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we could do that. It, it's a so what. So for people, like I can tell you the exact date when I stopped sleeping. I slept just <clears> fine <throat> until I was 19 years old, and then it it struck me that I had a, a big big load of responsibility ahead good. of me in life that I pretty much was going to have to do it all my on my own and I couldn't sleep from then on.
3: What?
7: Nice short. Well, you know, that sounds like a good presenting problem, but what was her name?
3: Did he just fatal attraction you over there? No, Jeff? I
0: did not.
6: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs>
0: Catherine, Catherine's being
3: a pain. Tom's in the butt. over there crossing his legs in his short shorts. And I
6: know it's like
3: they're <laughs> gym
1: shorts.
0: Leave you know. This is
3: why I can't sleep, Doctor John, because my wife is so annoying.
6: Since the day I he can't sleep. You met my mother, <laughs> god, I sit I close can't. to
1: him. And now I know why. People are always like, hey, looking <laughs> over it that way.
6: It's, there's
0: gym shorts <laughs> with, with all of them with, with wave ocean Oh, yeah.
1: oh my god! <laughs> go later. to Walmart and get you some there's new no ones.
3: Tom's trying to get answers to his deeply rooted sorry. psychological
0: Honest problems. God, and I'm you're trying to get some was sleep was here. very
1: distracting. I'm sorry. I'm trying to
0: help other people sleep with
3: the ketamine and all that. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, my God. He
3: told me stay away from Ambien, stay away Your from wife's ketamine. Your right about the nightmare she's going to be suffering. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what, what
7: I try to start with my patients when they have this problem is start up with an, uh, a bedtime routine that you do, no matter if you go to bed at 10 o'clock tonight or 5 o'clock tomorrow night or 3 o'clock in the morning, you spend the last 20 or 30 minutes doing the exact same things. Taking a nice hot shower, maybe grabbing a book and reading, meditating, whatever it is, but you do it in the same order and the same way wherever you're at, every time. And unfortunately, it'll take a while, but what happens is you will train your body to go to sleep, even though your mind doesn't want to. And your body will pull your mind down, and it will probably take anywhere from from 30 days to six months for you to train your body to do that.
6: And don't look at screens within
7: Man, two hours or three two hours, I think it is. Uh, plug your phone in, charge it in the living room, not in the bedroom.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely, Doctor John. We got to have you on more often. I love having you on because I learn things. It's good. It's good to learn. That's what I've come to. And you hang understand.
6: in there when Idiot. my dad's flashing everything.
0: When I'm pla- I am not flashing <laughs> 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 anybody. All right, Doctor John. Thank wow, you, sir. Pete. I have to. I have to go be insulted by my thank family. You. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we'll be back, Tom Bernard. Show.
6: That's a whole other show.